we're running. Hello. Hey. Are we recording? We are recording. So how's it going? Oh, it's been a day. <laughs> we need to record that for just a soundbite. Clip that off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's You've spoken like a father of a few kids that's just had the world kick the crap out of you for a day. That's what you sound like. And that's pretty much what it's been. Right. Yeah. I know the feeling pretty well there, sir. I know the feeling pretty well. So what's going on? Tell me about it. What's what you got? So uh let's see. Madeline was supposed to have her last cross country meet today. So yeah. I shuffled some of my work schedule around so I could leave early to go see it. And I get about five minutes from home and I call Kaylee because the bus should be pulling up to our house any minute. And I was going to give her some instructions on things to do. And she yeah. text, She doesn't answer. She texts me right back and says, hey, I'm up at school for Key Club. I'm like, okay. no one told me about this. How are you going to get home? Mm-hmm. And then that means Will's on the bus by himself. Okay. And he had a friend's mom come to pick him, or grandma coming to pick him up to go hang out over there. But he had to get some stuff ready to do it. And Kaylee yeah. was supposed to help him get that ready. Yeah. Does he so, even have a key to the house to get into the house? He's got the garage code. Okay. There you go. At, least yeah. he, at least he can get inside. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's the main part. So, yeah. So, I turn around. I come home. Get Will ready. Go pick Kaylee up. And it's just like one thing after another. Even just small things like driving. I It was just me and Kaylee for dinner. So, I went and got Lion's Choice. Mm-hmm. And as I was driving there, a car pulled down and cut me off. Yep. And then drove about 10 miles under the speed limit. Yep. So it was just all that stuff just kept building up. Yeah, yeah. So now now hopefully you have a beer in front of you and you're unwinding a little bit. I do. I have hey, a there you go. Old St. Lou. It's a heavy riff lager. Okay. Uh let's see, it was four point eight percent alcohol. It came That's in my enough. no. It needs to be higher. <laughs> well, I got I got an IPA here next to it too. There you go. I'll okay. crack into after this, but uh <laughs> no, this came in my beer sauce, beer of the month package today so i at okay. least had that yeah so something positive to reflect on yeah so i don't ha- i don't have a beer in front of me but so that i could contribute to our award-winning podcast yes <laughs> beer, uh, was a food and beverage award-winning podcast. i uh, i told you i stopped at a good news brewing on uh on sunday of this of this past week yep and um i partook in their oktoberfest beer uh, 5.1 ABV, uh, it says 23 IBU, and it's a traditional German Marzen style lager. Yeah. It is one of my favorite Oktoberfest beers I've had. Okay. It, it, it destroys, usually with an Oktoberfest, I might go with um, a Schlafly or Sam Adams. Yeah. Um, but this one, from good news, blows them out of the water. So good. So, so good. Mm. I was really, really, I was like, man. I was tempted to say, hey, I want to take this home. How do I take that home kind of thing? You know, get a whatever, a growler or whatever it's called. Take well, some home with it. They can can it for you right there, too. Oh, and they can can it? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, so yeah, you could have gotten yeah, a four no, pack. I stopped there, and I was like, I think me and Jay need to take another field trip to, I guess there's one closer to, at least you wouldn't have to go all the way out to Defiance. Like, is there one closer to where you're at, I guess? Yeah, a little bit Charles. closer. Um, well, there's like five locations now. Oh, are there? Okay. Yeah. There was one about three minutes from our old house. Oh, okay. So it's on the other side. Yeah. Okay. I know where you're. Okay. So then. But yeah, we. Can, I, I can get that. I can get one. that set up. I know. I know the owners. Oh, 
oh, hey, there's one uh, North 2nd Street. Yeah. I know exactly if it's open. Um, because that's super close to me. It's right across the right, just to hop off of 370. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's actual, actual location for them. I think it's there in like a barbecue place. Oh, okay. So they have, they have a barbecue place, they have a coffee shop, and then they have like three or four breweries too. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. And is, is can I ask, is it a Christian brewing place because it, of good news? Or it something is. Like that? Okay. That's what I thought. Just based off of, the ambiance there and the music they were playing on the uh, the PA system while we were there, we were like, this is a little weird. But then we're like, oh, then all of a sudden it changed. We're like, oh, they were trying to play some Christian rock Halloween music. I think it's what it was. Yeah. They were trying to play or something like that. So, so they, but no, other than that, but ama- the, the, the Defiance location, it's beautiful. It's it a is. a beautiful spot, uh, well-made. It, it run, like, you know, I was, it was fun to teach the family how to – have pub, pub etiquette or you know a brewing etiquette place because yeah. they'd never been to one like my, my kids are like what is this whole deal i was like well this is where you come to really it's more for drinking than for eating but they have food at this one and yeah. a lot of these places don't a lot of breweries don't don't offer that i guess some of them are do it they're smart you know if they want to you know try to supplement their income or they're hoping and praying they can make it off of just the beer sales like you're uh well you're one buddy what's the name of that place exit four or something like that exit six I just said, he's that's just beer only, but you can bring food with you. I think is what that one is, right? It used to be, but um, he opened a small kitchen, so they do like little pizzas and sandwiches yeah. and stuff. And that's what and that's what I was trying to tell you about this. Their pizza is unbelievably good. It's some of the best. It's so good. It is very so good. good. So during so, yeah. during the pandemic, they were delivering beer, and you could buy pizza kits. Ah, oh, so okay. it's the uncooked cool. dough, and you spread the yeah. dough out and make make the actual oh. pizza. It was a lot of fun to do. We did that well, once. But the thing is, every one of the locations is across the river. So yeah. I don't know if they'd ever come over the river to come help out people on this side of it. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, but, they, they um, aren't doing I, I that anymore. That. Now that I've discovered them, I'm itching to go back real soon, to be honest with you. So yeah, yeah we got we got to hit that place. But the Oktoberfest beer was really, really good. I'll, um, I'll have to try to that one. Um, I'm going to guess it's seasonal. Unless they, yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine they'd have that around. Because what's funny is... I pulled up the website before we got on just to look at it, and I looked at the owners, and one of the owners was there. Anybody was wearing um, lederhosen. <laughs> he was he was really into it for Oktoberfest. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was a great time. We got there just right before it got super busy, and that place was packed because it's right off of a off the Katy Trail. Yeah. So a lot of the bikers, they're you know they're bicycling and they stop there for lunch or a drink or something like that. So. So yeah, we've done that before on Fourth of July when we went riding. That's where we rode too. Oh, okay. Got cool. got some food, got a beer, and then rode back. That's gonna be kind of a rough ride back <laughs> if you're really full. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh. it, it wasn't too bad. Okay, yeah. And I only had one beer, so. But yeah, I'm looking at their beers, and they. I wanted. I definitely want to try. They have a hazelnut coffee milk stout that I definitely wanted to give a try to. That's good. Um, there's a. It's called Grandpapa Lager. So that's that sounds super German right there. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had that one. Um, local six three six hazy IPA. I figured you would have tried that. Yeah, I've had that. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, they got a pumpkin ale out right now just for the season. Um, yeah, pass. Yeah. Uh, Schwarz beer, I guess. Uh, a subtly roasty German lager. Yeah, dark, smooth, and delicious. So I'd want to try that. So it sounds like they they lean heavy into the German stuff as well. It sounds like they do a little bit of everything. Okay. So, but yeah, definitely want to go out there. Hopefully, I didn't even see if they had a um. A flight to try that. I'd rather try to get a flight so I could try a bunch of the different ones. Yeah, they do flights. Okay. 
But yeah, no, that's my that's my contribution to the uh, to the beer for the week. How about that? All right. And then, uh, other than that, uh, on my front, no. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you: Have you ever tried Python coding? Um, I have not. I know a little bit about it. Um, I was actually doing some coding training through work, but it just got too busy that I hadn't ever gone back. So, Python was one of the ones I was looking at. Yeah. No, the the boy, he's that's what he's working on right now. He's in computer science class and he's learning Python right now. I was like, buddy, I I can see what you're doing in basic coding makes sense to me it's just i've never actually done it so i "I don't think i'm any help to you man so it's like oh boy he's reaching that point in school where i become useless to him yeah (laughs) there's a lot of good resources online for that stuff though yeah yeah he found something i can help out yeah for sure so but but i guess that's what's so confusing though is is coding is that plagiarism if you go out and find coding and just go well this is how the code shouldn't it be the same across the board you would think if you're trying to do a function uh, for the most part, right? So I don't know how you tell—is it plagiarism or not? And that's why yeah. I was like, "Buddy, don't do that because you'll get kicked out of school." But I don't know what else to tell them other than, yeah, like cause... most most of the basic stuff you can just go on and pull in. But they're like yeah. a lot of places will have their proprietary. Pri- I can't even say it. Proprietary. Uh, yes. Um, where where if you take their specific function, they'll know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, that, that would make sense. So, but, but of course, all this is just introductory, learn how to do the, the basics. He's, he's right. working on admin. He's working on admin coding is what he's trying to do as far as ha- giving access to, to certain users or something like that. I was like, well, that makes common sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to give them the ability to boot and stuff like that. So, so is that something he's going to want to do in the long run? No idea. No idea. This was just an introductory course to computer science just to see if that's something he likes or not. Because yeah. He's into computers and gaming and all that crap. And he's, so if that's something he does enjoy, you know, that's that's a path that can definitely lead to a career. It's a career, but all that I know about for computer programmers is that they always they're losing their job a lot. <laughs> there's always work, it seems, when it's busy, but when it gets slow, it's bad. And there's it's an oversaturated market at some points, I guess. But I yeah, I don't know enough about the market to know if it's. I guess you always need coding, right? Yeah. But can you? But it's the year-to-year contract thing, I think, is what they deal with. Like, you're employed year-to-year versus you got to find some place to find something long-term. It, it depends on where you're looking. There's a lot of contractor situations in coding, but you can also find some good long-term positions. Yeah. So. Most, most of our developers are – I guess it's about a 50-50 mix of in-house and contractors. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, it's it's never something bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. With the way the world's going and the direction we're going with things. It can't be something that's not gonna be useful. Yeah. So Yeah, buddy. So that's all that's all I've got. Nothing else. No yeah. no car drama this week to report <laughs> to entertain you with. <laughs> I was gonna um, say you can let Brody know that this coding can help him make an award winning podcast and run the website for it. See, there you go. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Family business. Here yes. we go. <laughs> Oh man, too funny, too funny. So, what do we got on the docket for this week? So, did you see there's more uh, AEW drama? Well, you so you po- I saw something posted where CM Punk is fired. No, that's it. Um, he's not fired. They can't comment on what's going on because there's a legal situation involved. Oh, but he's being paid to stay home for the rest of the remainder of his contract or something like that. No, somebody somebody had posted that, but I think they were just. Okay. They either heard it and just ran with it, or 
just made it up. But yeah, there there's no definitive outcome of what's going on with that. Basically, we won't be seeing him for the foreseeable future. How about that? Yeah. And okay. I have no clue what's going on with the elite either. Because in fact, yeah. uh, Kenny Omega was in Japan and he was supposed to be promoting the AEW game. And he okay. got, after he got over there, they pulled him off of it. Oh, so oh, over the over the promo work, but not like right. I, he hasn't been pulled from the game. I'm assuming. I'm assuming no, 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 no. Just the promo work. Uh, he was over there seeing. He spent years wrestling in Japan, so he was seeing people he knew and yeah. doing other gaming stuff. Just he couldn't do anything with the AEW game. Yeah, which that's going to be kind of awkward that the face of your game is no longer being able to show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a mess. It is. It's just a mess. That's <laughs> all it is. It's the best way you can say it. Oh. So the new well, thing, well, though. But here's another thing. Oh. The funny thing is, though, while they're developing the game, the, the face of their company was in rehab. So what are you going to do? You never knew if he was going to come back or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, well. Yeah, but I. If you do, if you don't. Yeah. And it's a good product that <laughs> it seems like it's an endless amount of money being pushed into the product just because his dad's a billionaire. And so, you know, they got the Warner brother money coming too, I guess. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to go away really fast, but. And they (laughs) also have a lot of gamers that wrestle for them. Like Adam Cole, evil Uno. They're like known for their gaming. So yeah. Kenny Uh, Omega. Yeah. So they, they have that going for them too, but no, that's not the drama I was talking about. So oh, there's other drama. Okay, yes. What's the other drama? So uh, oh, wait, no, I did. Uh, Andrade punched uh, Sammy. Is that the drama? Uh, yes, a few times apparently. Okay, so was that the one you're? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, that was. Okay, so, my bad. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I guess. The- <laughs> um, I guess so. The story is they had a match. Sammy got upset because uh, Andrade was working stiff. Um, oh, okay. They confronted each other backstage, but apparently it was a dead issue. Um, so I guess that was a few weeks ago. Andrade was on a podcast recently and brought it up and mm-hmm. specifically named Sammy. And so okay. Sammy took to Twitter and r- ran his mouth like he's known to do. Um, yeah. put, put some stuff out there like, we know you're just trying to get fired so you can go back to WWE. Um, uh, mm. The only reason you were hired was because of your father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, he's the one that's married to he's the one that married Charlotte Flair, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he's been pretty open about being unhappy. I can't blame him. They haven't booked him very well, and he just hasn't gotten over. But um, when he got to Dynamite yesterday, he got pulled aside. He said. Look, we we see this stuff going on. He's like, I'm not going to do anything. They're like, if something happens, you're not getting fired. So, mm-hmm. and so he went and he waited for Sammy, got in his face, and then punched him a few times before they got separated. He got yeah. sent home. Sammy got to keep his main event spot. I don't know. I'm I'm over Sammy for sure, but I don't. Yeah, Sammy. The, the, they, well, and the, I heard. The only reason why Sammy is still there is because Jericho pushes for him. Yes. Like that's one of Jericho's pet pet projects, if I can say that right. Yeah. And it's so, been that way since the beginning of AEW. Yeah. 
And so I don't think we'll, we're going to lose him anytime soon. But although I did read some <laughs> fan reaction to Sammy, apparently um, just some criticism about his performances. And I guess he doesn't, he's not stiff on his end of things, um, but he's taken, he, like, they've, they've included on like his Spanish fly move that he does. They're like, he's going to destroy his leg doing it the way he does it. Yeah. He does it wrong or something like that. He He's sloppy. And, uh, just the risk that he takes, there's no way he can keep it up. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a better way of saying it. So, so like, if you go but, back um, to... I, I don't know. If you go back to a few weeks ago where they had the mixed tag match with him and Ty and uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho, he had her... Mm-hmm. He had Ruby upside down over his back and just dropped her and she went down face first mm-hmm. and like it looked bad like she could have broke her neck the way she landed and he just dropped mm-hmm. her he didn't he didn't do anything to try to soften the blow or anything and mm-hmm. it broke her nose and man i she could have been paralyzed the way he dropped her yeah so he's well that, that he's he's been known to be like that in the ring so Okay. Well, and well, I was listening to uh, Cornette was um, reviewing the Darby Sting uh, House of Black leftovers. Is what yeah. I called them. <laughs> you call it House of Black without the black. <laughs> yeah, because he's gone. <laughs> but just reviewing that whole thing and just going, these people are gonna get themselves killed. Like he did a, a clip by clip, like little replay of Julia Hart. Yeah. In the fact that Julia Hart was about an inch away from dying because of going through a table the wrong way, or just they, they didn't, they just did it sloppy and they didn't take off a certain part of the table. And I think they're saying that they cut pre cut the tables, which yes, he's like, Well, that's a good idea to do that. It's supposed to absorb some of the blow when you don't cut the table. So, yeah, when I guess she- there's certain instances where you want the table cut versus not wanting it cut, and it's just like. It's getting so bad where they're being really, really sloppy. Someone's going. He's like, someone's going to die. Someone's yeah. going to have to die on air before they get things right. So, like I will say, Cornette doesn't like that high flying style of wrestling. He's mm-hmm. more the traditional like WWE style on the ground. Yeah. Um, that's why yeah. he's never liked Kenny or the Young Bucks or any of any of those type of wrestlers. Yeah. So, but I get where he's coming from. It is yeah. a very high risk style. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have guys he's like, like he's just like this poor girl that I guess she just wanted to be on TV. <laughs> she has no clue what she's doing there. Well, she's actually been on the AEW podcast this past week, and she came out and said she requested to go to House of Black, that oh, she, she was did. tired of the cheerleader gimmick and wanted something fresh. Yeah. And so when Malachi and heard now it, that, and now what's she going to do? I mean, they, I don't think that you continue on with that. I, I, yeah, because it doesn't make sense without well, being there, right? Buddy, Buddy Matthews is gone for a while now too. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's just her and Brody King. But <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the next day after the match, but Brody King tweeted out, "Julius hat is okay." <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, it's a mess, dude. It's, it's it is. It's a mess, but we continue to watch the train wreck, right? Yeah. <laughs> For, you have for to that, continue watching to, hope, to hopefully see the good stuff. Yeah, and they've had a lot of really good matches recently since the whole backstage ruckus after the last pay per view. Yeah, well, they're the, the, the slaving grace is that you got MJF back, and as long as he's there, you got 
one huge superstar that's just ready to explode at any moment, you know? Yeah, and so. they have Moxley and Danielson that'll come out every week and put on a great match. Yeah, yeah. And well, and I like, uh, I kind of like uh, a Moxley uh, Adam Page uh, matchup. Yeah. I really do. That that looks cool. Because uh, when Page came out, um, I guess it was Johnny Hungy was fighting. Who was he fighting last week? Was uh, Roosh? That Roosh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool because then you saw a Roosh Adam Page matchup. That looked like it was kind of cool too. Yeah, I, I could see those two working together real well. To be honest with you, yeah, it was and a Roosh is match. really good actually. Roosh is a very good wrestler. Yeah, I like I see him, him get some, some more push too. Yeah, and the with the elite and CM Punk being gone, they are doing more with some of these guys like Daniel Garcia. Yeah, he's such a great technical wrestler. He's so fun to watch, and then uh, Wheeler Yuta. So keep keep pushing those in-house guys and when the elite come back, you know they're going to put on some good good matches. So yeah. So where, where's Adam Cole in all of this? He's hurt still. So he's just yeah, all right. So he has nothing to do with it. He's clear. Once he gets cleared, he'll be fine. Yeah. And then oh, the uh, the bigger thing, well the big thing in the women's division was Soraya. Is that my is Soraya? Yeah. Or Soraya? So, Soraya, Soraya, I think. Soraya, okay. Okay, it was interesting for a minute. <laughs> and then the lumberjack match, I guess that was okay. Um so I'm I guess she's cleared to wrestle because she got into an altercation on Dynamite last night with Britt Baker. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think those two will work well, they'll work really well together. They will. Yeah. So um, be, at least they're trying. They're trying to make it all work, I yeah. guess. So I don't know. Tony Storm's okay. You know, it's just the women's division is just like you said. It's a mess. It's you've you've had your idea for a while. I I, I wholeheartedly agree with it. Give them their own push on their own thing. Because separate it, from the big show, I guess they. I mean, they really need to do something to to help to help them work the mic and yeah. in ring action. Because having one woman's match a week isn't doing it for like the mid card wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, you bring Sarai over as a big like, oh hey, there's someone from WWE, and even her on the mic. I was like, yeah, she wasn't all that great on the mic, to be honest with you. I wasn't really all that moved. You yeah, know? I mean, she got a big pop, that's for sure. She yeah, she did. She but I don't know. Rich pretty. Rich still the only one that's pretty decent on the mic. Otherwise, I don't yeah, think any of them are all that good. Yeah, I agree. And like last night, Ty Conte and Anna Jay came on and did a little promo to set up a match. And I was just like, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, I could really do without it. Yeah. Anna, Anna J she's pretty awful on the mic. Her whole choke you out thing is getting boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's just dumb. And then Ty's never been good on the mic at all ever. So, yeah. Yeah. And this, her accent doesn't help. It's hard to understand. Sometimes it's very, very thick. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she's there, it's just, uh, so, but, but then the only other time you see her is with Sammy, and everyone's tired of seeing yeah. that. So, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Not gonna lie, a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, so AEW drama, like always, right? Did Did you watch Dynamite from last night? No, I'm still. Behind. I gotta watch it. I haven't oh, watched it yet. The same. I, I, usually, I watch. On, I usually watch on Friday because then what I do on Friday is I watch last week's uh, Rampage and then this week's Dynamite. Is what I do. Gotcha. I hope you're ready to uh, recap the events of. National Scissoring Day yesterday. <laughs> well, yeah, because they had a good match against uh, 
what I see from last week. It was um, it was private party and Butch yeah. and the Blade. Yeah, it was a three way match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they <laughs> they cut a long promo in the ring, and the crowd was going nuts, and it was awesome. Really? Okay, so I have I have that to look forward to tomorrow. So okay, cool. It was Anthony Bowens pretty much trying to make a presidential speech because they were in oh, DC. God. Oh really? Okay, <laughs> interesting. It it was well, so good. Okay, good. All right. Well, and plus it's good that in-house talent, right? Yep. Homegrown. Yeah. So I think they'll get a pretty decent run before they take it off them. Yeah, I think so too. How you think they'll get a year? Uh, probably not that long. Yeah, I don't think so either. To be honest, but. <laughs> Well, because I do like I like Gun Club talking trash about FTR, and I'm just waiting for FTR to come back and wipe the floor with them, and then eventually FTR versus private uh, or not private, uh, the elite or the acclaimed. The acclaimed, yeah. You have to let those two play, or two wrestle it out, right? Yeah. And could you see them taking the belt off for FTR? Uh, or more? I, I I don't know, because right now they have three belts, so all the belts, baby, all the belts. <laughs> They've already done that with. Kenny Omega, though. He was the belt collector for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, but they're the best. They really are. They're still the best. But then again, they lose momentum because they, they, they had all the momentum in the world. And in AEW style, once you get all the momentum in the world, they just don't know how to book them. Yeah. Well, they, they'd they been over in England wrestling. Uh, yeah, I heard that last week. God, I, I watched some clips from that match with Aussie Open. It looked amazing. Is that Osprey? Yeah, it's his. It's the tag team that's in his faction for New Japan. But it's not. But it's not him. No, not him. the The other two guys have pretty much been wrestling with him. Now talk about who they really need to go get. <laughs> oh, I know. He's so good. He's so athletic. It's well, ridiculous. Rumor is uh, Takshida's coming back. Who? Uh, Takshida, the the Japanese guy Kinesuke. that went away. Kaneske. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah his, his, he was the big flying knee guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. He's, he's supposed to be back good. in a couple yeah. weeks. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'll enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I always liked his matches. I thought he was, and he was getting over too. I think. Yeah, I was with you. So. Okay. All right. Anything else on the docket for the evening? Uh, did you see uh, Todd McFarlane made a big announcement yesterday about the Spawn movie? About the Spawn movie. No, I did not see this. He update me. All right, he announced who his writers are going to be for it. Um, I guess there were some writers attached. They've kind of backed out. Now it's going to be. <laughs> this is never going to happen, Jay. It's never going to happen, dude. I don't know. This this has got some momentum now. Um, okay. So Scott Silver, he wrote the Joker movie, and Malcolm okay. Spellman, who wrote Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and he's writing Captain America Four, are are going to write it. Okay, huh? But does any is, it's kind of like Hellboy in a sense, to be honest with you, where people know of Spawn, they know of Hellboy, yeah, and there's a there is definitely a, a cult following of the characters, right? Where the books, I mean, there's a reason why the book still sells all these years later, right? Right. But mainstream, you know, who? I guess to be rude about who cares about yeah. Spawn? Who cares about a Spawn movie right now? You know, and is it going to be an origin? They have to redo the origin, or is it going to go in where they think the audience knows who Spawn is? Because I'm going to tell you that the average moviegoer has no clue who Spawn is. Yeah, I I, I don't know. So, they don't even have a director yet. McFarlane was talking about directing, but I think he's backing yeah. away from that now. Um, Jamie Foxx is still no, tied. It's not his wheelhouse. Yeah. 
Uh, Jamie Foxx is still tied to star. So Jamie, it. yes, that's who he was cast. That's that's so he's casted as as a uh, Al Simmons. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if I like that casting. To be honest with you, how do you feel about it? Well, he's been attached to it since 2017. I think <laughs> five years ago would have been better, but yeah. I don't know. He's couldn't be as bad as Michael Jai White. I don't know. Michael Jai White, he owned it. I I unabashedly like, what was it 97? Yeah. When that came out? Yep. Came I out. like it because I like I like Leguizamo in it. I do. I, you think he steals the show. <laughs> he, he did steal the show. He was great in it. Um, it's one of those really bad movies that I still love. It's a bad movie that's good. It's yeah. so bad it's good. It's, <laughs> you want you want to know what? Have helped? they ever done a Have they ever done a how How did this get made on that one? I don't know if they have. That'd be a good one. I think it would. I really do. And then you get. I, I guess what? Who would you get to go on that one? Ooh. I'm trying to think. Who else was in that movie? Maybe you get John Leguizamo. <laughs> you talk you might be able to. Martin right. Sheen. <laughs> Right. Oh, I don't. How old is he now? He's super God. old, right? Yeah, he's really old. Um, he's super old. Yeah. You want to? You want to know what helped that movie from being like really bad? Batman okay. and Robin came out like the week later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone stopped trashing Spawn and started trashing Batman. Because <laughs> I took I Which took Kevin, funny. I took Kevin to both of them, and we left Spawn. Yeah. We're like, uh, that was kind of bad. And then the next yeah. week we went and saw Batman and Robin. We're like, well, Spawn wasn't that bad. In hindsight, spots it's okay. It's doable. It's pal- palatable, if I may. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's too funny. Yeah, I remember Batman and Robin. But there, what's so funny is there is a following of people that, that enjoy, like, they unabashedly love Batman and Robin. Like, they're just like, they're they're unapologetic about it. And I'm like, really? Just, I guess they enjoy the campiness of it or something. I Yeah. It's just so bad. I, I can't, no. I just, one of those ones where... You just, I, I didn't, I don't remember, I don't think we walked out of the movie, but I remember walking home from the movie because I, I was uh, with a friend and we walked to his house after it. And it's just like, that was all, I couldn't stop just bashing it the whole way, the whole way, the whole way home. <laughs> it's just so bad. I'm not going to lie. We're going to watch it pretty soon. Um, Madeline's gone full into to Batman stuff. So it's like, oh, well, yeah. let, let's watch all the movies. Okay. Well, here I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip into just a slight little bit of homework then. So we're okay. gonna talk about Batman for a quick second. Uh, I'm reading Detective uh, yeah. Volume One uh, on Rebirth. Yeah. With the uh, rise of the Batman, where yes. you have the team of Batwoman, uh, Tim Drake, uh, Spoiler, mm-hmm. Orphan, and Clayface. Yeah. Did that leave anybody out? At that point, no. I think that was everyone. Okay, that's everyone. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it yet. I don't like it, but I don't hate it either. So I'm gonna just keep going. And hopefully, it gets better. It's not great. I'm not a big. I'm not a huge fan of it, what I'm, I'm looking at. Um, but it's an interesting premise that I guess it, it sets. I guess it's table setting for something a big picture thing. Yeah. Um. So if it's table setting, I can push through it. But if this is just the direction of the book for the foreseeable future, I'm like, I don't know. So I was, is that what they're using detective? For? Is that what the book is being used for? Is it just a, it's not a Batman citric book where it's more for the, the extended family portion? Um, at least for for this whole run. Um, okay. Because who wrote that one? Is that Tinian? Tinian. Yep. Yeah. Um, his whole run is that. Yeah. Um, the run. Uh, someone does uh two story arcs after it. 
but it's kind of okay. retelling the same thing. Okay, mm. but, but instead of I don't know. Well, instead it's awkward because it's it's pre. I guess it was pre Tim Drake, uh, him coming out as bi. Yes, and him. It's him and Stephanie, where it's like, oh hey, this is the Tim of old, and then also, but I'm like, I guess I haven't read a Tim comic in such a long time, where his character has completely changed, and you're just it's awkward because I'm like, well, I know who he turns into, and this is not him. You know, it's just, yeah, it's kind of weird. I guess I'm in a weird spot to be reading it, and so you're kind of reading behind trying to catch up to current uh character and it's just like it's 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 sad because you you're aware of the tim and stephanie dynamic before everything has changed and it was cool to see because it's like oh this is old school tim where everyone liked him yeah you know before they kind of just made him a nothing character for a really long time right uh, this you're like, oh, okay. well this actually comes after he was the nothing character where he wasn't tied to the bat family for a while they did that in New Fifty Two, okay. and well, so that, that's what I'm saying. Well, and even this, okay. My point being, that's what I'm saying. But they're they're bringing him back to prominence, a little right? Bit. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing with it. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know because I, I I read a poll today that's like who should be Robin? Should there be should 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 Tim Drake be Red Robin? Should he be Robin or should it just be Damien's Robin? Should there just be two people called Robin, or you know whatever? And my I. I'm ready for Tim Drake to just go and okay, you know, Dick got his Nightwing. Yep. I was about to uh, say Jason do his Nightwing. Red Hood. Yep. Yeah, you got Nightwing, Red Hood. It's time for Tim to and Red Robin is not it. That's a horrible name. It's I hated Red Robin always. That's it's lazier, just stupid. I I hate it. Yeah. Personally. So I'm ready for him to go do his own thing. I don't know if he can carry a book by himself. I, I to to be determined, I guess. He but, he did for almost 200 issues. And then so I'm like, I'm ready. And then I, Damien should be Robin, and that's it. That's, yeah, that's okay. so. Um, he's got he's got an incredible arc throughout the whole Tinian run. Tim does. Yeah. Okay, so I, maybe I, I'm like I said. It, did it start off slow for you too, or am I just? Is it just me? No, but the difference was when I initially read it was right when it came out, and oh, okay. it me. was after I had ridden off DC for a while. Yeah. I think the only thing I'd read at that point was uh, a lot of the Batman stuff from New 52. Okay. So I was like, I, I was ready for Tim to be back being Tim. Gotcha. Okay. So I, then, I enjoyed it. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not going to keep going. It's, it's what, it's what I'm focused on now. Cause that's what I've got. Yeah. So I did read, um, I read deceased, um, okay. which that was okay. It was, I'm not going to read the rest of it. it. I think there's two or three more trades that go along with it. Yeah. But reading the main, just the main book, that that was it was enough. It it was basically Marvel zombies except for DC zombies, right. and um, and they weren't even classifying them as zombies in this thing. To be honest with you, they're trying to get away with it. Yeah. But um, the only cool part was it's I consider it more Else Worlds than anything, obviously. Yeah. And it, the coolest part was, do you plan on reading it or close me kind of? Uh, no, go ahead. I I might read it at some point, but I'm not. I'm well, not again, invested it's not, in it. It's not, and it's not like it's main continuity. But the coolest thing for me was getting to see Damien take the mantle. Okay, that was really cool. To me. Yeah, it was really. And what was also very cool was it was pre John aged up, and you still saw John and Damien being best friends together in a book, which yeah. was. Phenomenal. I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Let those two be best friends still. Thank you. 
So, which I'm, I, I, I'm behind on their relationship right now. I don't know if they're still really good friends between whatever books they're in or not. Because it seemed like they kind of wrote that off a little bit where I guess Dick and John became good friends maybe or something yeah. like that. Or maybe I'm just lost and I don't know where he's at. I need to read John's books to get caught up on him. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's moved more to Dick and John. Okay, which that sucks to be honest with you. It's it really sucks, but yeah. I'm yeah, sure but, it's good. Um, I, you know, but it's kind of fitting to say Dick and John. I'm sorry, say that one more time. I said it's kind of fitting though to say Dick and John. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, man. Uh, I get around to that at some point, getting caught up on his stuff. I got so much to get caught up on, man. But I'm I'm bouncing all over the place on you. I apologize. No, it's all right. So we let's see. We covered this, covered the spawn stuff, which led in some some other tangents. Yeah. Was there anything else on the docket you got? There has been a new Black Panther trailer. I, I didn't see it yet. I know it's there. I know. I know. And I need to watch it. I really do. How was it? Oh my god it it didn't pull Good. the heartstrings as much as the first one did. Okay. But I am so hyped for this movie. Okay. And are they showing too much or are they showing just enough? I don't think so because it's I'm I'm reading a lot of speculation. Um okay. people speculating on how uh T'Challa died. And okay. there I mean the speculation right now is Namor's the reason for it and that leads to the whole oh, conflict. Okay. Interesting. Well, because Namor's not a villain. He's an anti-hero more than anything, right? Yeah, but Wakanda and Atlantis have had yeah. issues in the comics before, so they're probably really going to yeah. draw into that, even though it's not really Atlantis in the movie. No. Oh, they're not going to use Atlantis in the movie. Okay. No, I, I think they're going to distance themselves from it since uh, DC's already done Aquaman. Yeah. Well, and here's here's my question for you, where we, we give Kamala Khan credit for being the first mutant in the mm -hmm. mcu right yeah are we gonna say that yeah okay but are we gonna say namor is are they gonna push that namor's a mutant in this as well the and actor the actor slowly the, the actor's already said what? he's a mutant he has okay yeah. he has said that all yes. right so that's what i'm saying are we slowly setting the are we planting the seeds of the mutants are coming i i think so um okay and i'm curious how the X-Men are going to fit into this. Are we going to find out the X-Men have been here all along and just in hiding? Or is it just going to be like, I don't know, something from Infinity War triggered a mutation in people? It'd be cool if they did that. Yeah. I, it'd be cool if they, they, they took the 1960s concept of a bomb going off or, you know, it was because of, yeah you know, the nuclear wars or something like that. But because of the Avengers doing something that impacted worldwide, where we see the spark of the mutant gene all of a sudden start popping up. I, I think the snap would have been a perfect way to do that and to do the fantastic yeah, four. They missed it. Yeah. Cause yeah. four astronauts in space, when the snap happened, the cosmic radiation from it came off. There you go. They didn't ask for our opinion though, Jay. No. <laughs> We could do their job for them if they wanted to, but yeah, they, I think they missed out on an opportunity. That's for sure. We probably do it for cheaper too. I don't know how I feel too. about Kamala being the first mutant. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I know they're trying to distance themselves from Inhumans, but we've seen Black Bolt in the movie, movie now, right? Yeah. And so the this is funny to me because when they were doing the Inhumans on the TV show, everything was Inhumans, and like they're like, well, we don't have the X Men, so the Inhumans are going to be our X Men. And then now it's like full circle. Oh, we're going to 
completely disown the Inhumans at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm excited. And the, the question is, is if Deadpool is canon in the MCU, mm-hmm. where we're not going to say it's Elseworlds or anything like that, and we get Wolverine back, but we're going to get Wolverine before we get the X-Men? I still think Hugh Jackman isn't going to be Wolverine. He's going to be himself. Okay. And they'll introduce a Wolverine. Okay. Maybe. I I, I don't think so. I think they'll have Hugh Jackman as Hugh Jackman, and you're not going to see Wolverine at all. There's not going to be a Could, could be. Maybe they'll, they'll poke fun at it, maybe, at, at some point. But I, it just doesn't make sense to me that you have Wolverine in a movie, but you don't have... You have him before you introduce any of the X-Men. It doesn't make sense. Or or you have Hugh Jackman come back as Wolverine, and then how do you explain a different Wolverine? Unless you go X-23. Which we talked about. Which Or are we going into the concept of Marvel's taking the stance that everyone knows who the X-Men are, who the mutants are, and we're not going to do a MCU version of an origin movie and we're just going to jump right in with a conflict of some kind. And what's what story? I guess that's a good question. Here, we'll, we'll, I'll pick your brain at that. You've got the X Men coming. We know they're coming at some point. Yeah. What story are you pulling from for source material? Are you combining different storylines to say this is the story we want for the first big MCU X Men thing? What would you pick from? Dark Phoenix. And how does it fit in with the current MCU? Dark Phoenix. They already did it. I, I know. I'm I'm joking. I wouldn't do that again because they've done okay. it twice. I was about to say, badly. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't do that. No. <laughs> Awful. Or or we are we gonna go? Are we getting X Men where Jean's already dead? I don't think so. I personally, I would like to just see him start with the original five X Men and Professor X. And I'm talking about Beast before he's blue. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd be down with that. It would be very cool. I just don't see them doing it with the. MCU established the way it is. They're going to want to capitalize on the characters people know. Wolverine, Storm. I don't know. You got to do Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler Nightcrawler is so fun on film. (laughs) His power is so cool on film, to be honest with you. That opening to X2 remains one of the best opening sequences of a movie. Exactly. So, or are we, are they, I'll throw it at you. All new X-Men, Bendis' run, where you bring them back through time. Because we're gonna mess with the timeline with no, Kang. I hate that. You bring back the kids that way. I hate that idea. That I thought that run was so dumb. Yeah, um, I, don't know I liked it. I like I liked reintroducing the kids. The, I, I, I liked it because they brought them back. They're basically, just it's a reboot of starting them fresh and clean again. He, uh, there were some decent things that came out of it. I liked Young Cyclops on the Champions. The Champions was I such a too. fun book. I, Dude, I read Volume One. I love it. <laughs> I told you about that, Dan. Yeah, I told you yeah, about that. yeah. But I then it. It, it was just so awkward at times. Like having them yeah. interact, having Cyclops sitting there seeing what a dick he turned into. Um, yeah. Which and, that, well, and that's what I'm saying. But doesn't that play well into what like going? It's almost like the oh my god, I'm I'm Hitler before I'm Hitler, and I need to stop myself from becoming Hitler, kind of thing, you know. But but then they go but then they go back and then all of a sudden Scott's like, Well, that that phase is behind me because I have all these past experiences now in my head. Hmm. See, I haven't gotten that far. I haven't gotten that far with it, I guess. I need to get caught up wherever that's at. I don't I I tried, Jay, I tried I tried so hard to make a reading list. I know. Where where do I find that? Where do I find 
Scott doing what you just said. What book am I reading to find that? Because I'd like that. I, I want. Do I? It wasn't an all. Was it an all new X Men or was it in a different X Men book that you're talking where that just occurred? Uh, I don't even know. It's so confusing at this point the way all the X Men books worked. Because was it was it in Power of X House of X or whatever it was House of X Power? No, it was before that. Oh, before that, okay. Because there was actually like an Age of X Men story where. Okay. Um, X-Men, Nathan Gray from the Age of Apocalypse, came mm-hmm. back. Cause he was a character for a while in the or in 616. Okay. And then he became one with the Earth, and I don't know. His whole story is confusing. But he came back, um, and then he warped reality where all these characters were sucked into like a new Age of Apocalypse, but it's his yeah. thing. Yeah, um, okay. I saw that. Age of Apocalypse was a big thing. I, I skipped that. I was like, I can't. That's it, there were, it was so long, so convoluted, so many books. Age of Apocalypse is amazing, and I can let you borrow it if you ever want it, because I've got the complete trades of was it. Was that the original one? Are you the, talking about the, the original, original yes. Or this new Age of Apocalypse? No, the, this was Age of X-Men, I believe. Um, right. Yeah, I need to borrow. I'll borrow whatever the one you're talking. Yeah, I'll definitely want to borrow that. But yeah, um, the the Age of X Men thing though, not all the mutants went in it. So like Cyclops was left behind, and so okay. he's trying. Like X Men are thought to be dead. Cyclops is trying to find any of the mutants that are still around, and okay. then it goes into the Hickman stuff from that. Okay, and see, that's not on my list. Where you, the way you were explaining, because here's 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 my reading list. Mm-hmm. Tell me if any of this sounds familiar. I started with X Men Gold and X Men Blue, because that's going back far enough to where it's it's a little bit after X Men versus Inhumans. I think that kind of yeah. takes place kind of a little bit after that. Okay. Then there's Weapon X, Weapons of Mutant Destruction. Don't know if that sounds familiar to you. Uh, Generation X, All New Wolverine, Old Man Logan, Astonishing X Men by, but it's not. The Whedon run. It's a different astonishing X-Men. Yeah, they've done a few a of those. New, a whole new cable run. Iceman got a, his own so- solo book. Yeah. And so you go through a bunch of those, and there's volumes one and two of a bunch of those. And then you then it falls into House of X, Powers of X. Yeah. And it's the Hickman run from there. And Hickman's run goes, <laughs> there's Hickman, Marauders, and X-Force, New Mutants, mm-hmm. Fallen Angels, Fallen Angels is like six issues, and you can skip it. Okay, and then there's New Mutants by some guy named Brisson, which is different than the New New Mutants by Hickman, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think what happened was Brisson and Hickman were alternating issues. Okay. And they focused on two different storylines. And then you get Empire X-Men, which I don't remember what Empire is, but that sounds familiar. From, I read it somewhere recently. Empire is the uh, is Skull. It's centered around Hulkling. Okay. So it's like so a Kree Skull okay. war type thing. See, and I don't know anything about Empire. And then there's Dawn of X. I don't know if you've read Dawn of X. The, those are the books that came after House of X, Powers of X. Correct. Yeah, yeah there's 10 volumes of that, dude. <laughs> 10 volumes of Dawn of X. Well, and then it goes, and then the, the last thing after that is X of Swords. Yes. Okay, okay, so Dawn of X is just the actual books, and they okay. released them in two different ways. You can get the trades of the individual books, or you can get the trades of Dawn of X, which is like the first book of each 
oh god, I don't even know what I'm gonna have here in front of me. Then, <laughs> to be honest, with you, it's from the library. I know they have it. Yeah, it's Don of X, about ten volumes of it, dude. So, so, so what it's gonna do is just go in the order that they were released. Okay, good. So, I, I hope it's worth. It. Is that a good run? Um, there's there's good and bad. Um, okay. like Excalibur, I didn't care for Excalibur. Um, okay. so you know, Psylocke has been two characters, right? There's Betsy Braddock and there's Quan the ninja. No, I'm not familiar with that at all. Okay, so this has but been way behind on X Men, right? So, no, this has been going on since like 90s. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so the the body of Psylocke was Quan. She was a ninja, a mutant ninja, and her uh, psyche got merged with Betsy Braddock. In that body, and so mm-hmm. when they did House of X, they split them, and so there's Psylocke and there's Betsy Braddock, who's now Captain Britain. Okay. So Excalibur deals with Captain Britain and Otherworld, which is from the old Excalibur run. Yep. So I, the team is okay. It's like Gambit, Rogue, uh, Richter, Apocalypse. So there was some stuff I enjoyed in it, but the book overall wasn't was probably one of my least favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fallen Angels dealt with uh, Quan, who is goes by the name of Psylocke now. Uh, it was like six issues; it made no sense. It was well, after the six issues, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, here, 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 let me let me go over this real quick. There. This is how much history, and this this speaks to a bigger thing in regards to comic books. Yep. Let me just start, and then we'll, uh, I'll make my point after I go. So here you go. You got classic X-Men with Chris, Chris Claremont. Yes. You have a whole era of Chris Claremont, right? Yeah, like then 200 classic, issues. Then you got classic X-Men, which is Age of Apocalypse, which occurs before X-Men Onslaught. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, I think so. Okay, then you got, um, let's see. There's a, basically some books from 99 to 2001. I'd have to read. I, I'm not clicking on that just yet. Uh, maybe I'll go back. But then you got New X-Men by Grant Morrison, which is kind of where I was. I came in and I read that whole run. Yeah. Morrison's run on X-Men was fantastic. Yes, it and, was. And coming from a guy that doesn't like Morrison at all, I loved the the Morrison X-Men run. Especially the biggest reveal with that, wasn't that with um, Magneto? Or was it Magneto or Jean Grey that was behind the mat? Of Zorn. Who was Zorn? It was magneto but there was two zorn characters the actual zorn and then there was magneto acting okay. like zorn gotcha okay the magneto reveal was amazing i don't think we're spoiling anything this happened like 20 years ago now that's yeah. what it feels like <laughs> but i still remember that i still remember that was a big deal yeah because then we go into astonishing by whedon's run which actually i like that run a lot it's really it's good helpful. that's really good okay then you got the messiah complex and hope yes which, that was awesome that i thought was. that was one of the best x-men runs ever um, then you got Dark X-Men and Utopia, which was, eh, okay. Schism was really good. Yes. Which leads into Wolverine and the X-Men, right? Yeah. With his, him and Scott, each other on teams, I guess, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, they do. And then you get, then you got, that falls into Avengers versus X-Men, which is one of the best event comics, I think, in a really long time at yes. that point. Agreed. Okay, so we can, then we, then I kind of lose, I, I'm, I'm kind of lost after that point because then it's the Marvel Now X-Men, which I don't know how to describe that. Maybe you know a little bit better than I do. I, I don't know what's in that. That's It's still more of the divided teams. Uh, Scott's got the Uncanny book, and then Wolverine's got... Okay. It might have been Wolverine and the X-Men at the... Or, I, don't, I don't remember the name of it now. 
Well, let's see. I'm just skipping over a bunch of stuff just because uh, there's, you know, Wolverine. okay, then there's the Greg Ruka run on Wolverine, which was okay if I remember that right. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Brian K. Vaughn did a Mystique run. I don't remember that, but that's kind of interesting it, that he did a Mystique run. It was awesome. I have it. Then we get Madrox, Cable, and Deadpool, which those two together is always fun. Yeah. I like I liked both uh, those books. Nightcrawler got his own book. Okay, here, the next thing I do recognize. Wolverine, Enemy of the State, which was amazing. Yes. Um, then Rogue, Rogan, I guess Rogue got her own book for a 12-issue run after that. She had, she had X-Men Legacy for a while, which was the... It was still the the Jim Lee book that was launched in the 90s. Once it was X-Men for a while, it became X-Men Legacy. And then there's a X-Men Black Panther crossover. Yeah, that's when Storm was married to Black Panther. Yep, I remember that. And then you got X-Men Phoenix in song, which that's familiar, but I don't remember it. I think I read it, but I just don't remember it. So um, that's... Is that when Quinn Quire becomes the Phoenix for a while? I don't remember, dude. I don't know. And then new X-Men Hellions, X-Men Colossus Bloodline, and all that is before House of M. And how old is House of M? That's God, so old. It is. <laughs> okay, but let me keep going. But no, oh. hold on. House of M, House of M was before Avengers versus X-Men. Well, I think it, it's it's recapping. Those were the big books okay. at, at the beginning. Okay, recap, yeah. Big, and now I'm going more uh, more specific. Gotcha. Okay, and then we got Decimation, X-Men Deadly Genesis. It's an X-Factor book, but there's always X-Factor books out there. That X-Factor book is one of the coolest X-Men books you'll read, though, because okay. it's with multiple men, and he's a mutant investigator. Okay. And so, like, if a mutant disappears, someone will come, and they'll they'll take the case. It was very different than the core X-Men books. And it just mm-hmm. had such a unique group of characters. I loved it. It was written by Peter David. He knew. Yeah, these I remember, so yeah, well. that's a, he did a long run on that, didn't he? Yeah. Like okay. all, almost 200 issues of that, I yeah. think. Okay. And then, so then you get something X-Men apocalypse and Dracula. Didn't know they had that book. <laughs> uh, but I vaguely then, remember that. That. Okay. Then civil war. Cause it's just timeline. Civil war comes after house of M. Right. Yeah. Um, my God. Uh, let's see. X Men, Phoenix War Song, X Factor, Cable and Deadpool again. Uh, X Men Endangered Species. Yeah, uh, that's when they're down to like the 198 mutants. Yep, and then well, that's where X Men and Messiah Complex comes in. Yep. Right. Yep. And then a bunch of other small stuff. Divided. Uh, let's see. Divided. Uh, we stand. Yeah. Uh, Comes out of schism. Yep. And then uh, we've got Secret Invasion, Messiah War, Old Man Logan. But then we go back to Darkman and U- Dark X-Men and Utopia. I don't remember. Why do I not remember Utopia? Um, that's where they have their own island. <laughs> okay. I, it's familiar. I, I, it sounds really familiar. Then we got X-Men Nation X. That sounds really familiar, too. I'm trying to remember what that was. Because Necrotia sounds really familiar too. I thought that was a Chris Kyle book. Uh, well, it was a big crossover book. Um, that was when Celine, who is the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club, uh, brought back dead mutants. Okay. Because then we get X Men Second Coming, but that's basically when Hope. Yeah. That's like a fully grown Hope at that point. Yeah. And still trying to determine her importance to everything. So it's like Second Hope Coming. 
my god. Then you get Uncanny X-Men by Fraction. He had a long run on there. And yeah. Before that was Dakin. Dakin had his little day in the sun. Is Dakin even around anymore? Yeah, he still is. He still is? Okay. What yep. book is he in? Um, He's in Marauders right now. Marauders, okay. Let's see. Namor, the first mutant, which we just talked about. Oh, St- Astonishing X-Men. Or sorry, Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine. That was a really good run by Jason Aaron. Don't know if you ever read that. That was actually really good. No, I think I was out by that point, but okay. Uh, X Men: Age of X. That sounds familiar. Do you remember that at all? Uh, that that was Apocalypse. a parallel universe thing too. Yeah. Okay. Look at all the stuff we went through to get to Schism. Yeah. <laughs> Better get to back to Schism. Oh my god! All right, but let me. I have to keep going. We still have to keep going because then we hit Avengers X Men. Okay. Yep. Then we hit Marvel now, which again, here's a couple books. Uh, Uncanny Avengers. The Red Shadow, uh, AVX Consequences, X Men Legacy, Prodigal, Yesterday's X Men, uh, X Men Extermination. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. I don't know if that rings a bell to you. No. So, um, crap, one of them you named. What was the first one you named after that? Before, or it was before the AVX Consequences. Uh, Uncanny Avengers, Red Shadow? Uncanny Avengers. So that ties into some of the Wolverine was on the team. Wolverine was an Avenger on that one, if I remember correct. Um, I think I don't remember if he was. I know Rogue was on the team. It was like Rogue, Captain America, Havoc, might have been Wolverine, uh, Scarlet Witch, which made an interesting dynamic because they hated her. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it goes on to deal with um, Archangel's Apocalypse. Okay. What, that came out of the Uncanny X Force run. Okay. From Remember, I don't know if you've read that. I did Uncanny X Force. I did. Yeah. Yep. So it, it kind of ties into some of that. Was that that was my introduction, if I remember correctly. Was that with a uh, Phantom X? Yeah. Was he in there? Because I, I, that was my first introduction to him. I loved him as a character. He's really cool. Uh, he was in the Morrison run. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Because that's where they established that it's not Weapon X; it's actually Weapon Ten, and Captain America oh. was Weapon yeah. One. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, and then here. Uh, okay, do you remember this? Do you remember this was a big event, Battle of the Atom? Do you remember that at all? Mm, not really. No. I read it. I, I read it, and I don't even remember. I I know of it. I know the title. I couldn't tell you what happened. Uh, that's with uh, the Young X Men. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Oh, wasn't no. Molly was wasn't Molly part of that? From um. Um. I don't remember if she was or not, but there was a group of X-Men that came back from the future. So you have so, the current so timeline X-Men, the young X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Three different timelines of X-Men together. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Cause yeah. Yeah. I remember, there was something, uh, an old beast I think was in that. If I remember correctly, a really old beast. Yeah. Um, okay. So then now we're hitting the all new, all different period. Where that's the Jeff Lemire, Jeff Lemire, Extraordinary X Men, which I want to read that one just because it's him. Yeah, so I need to go back and read that. Then you had a Dennis, Dennis Hopeless run on X Men, all new X Men, Inevitable. I don't remember that at all. I remember he had a run on it though. I, yeah, I, I remember his cable. run a little bit too. He he wrote Cable for a while, I thought too, if I remember correctly. I yeah, he wrote uh, Cable and X Force, I believe. Okay. That's uh, it. Yep, Cable and X Force. Yep. But his big thing before that was uh, the Avengers Academy. Or not Avengers Academy, um, the one that's like um, Hunger Games and uh, no, where all the, 
all the young characters were taken and put on an island by um, arcade, um, and they have they have to survive. I try to remember that one. Was uh, that hopeless? You're saying that hopeless wrote it? Yeah, hopeless wrote it. It, it was an interesting run because it had people from Avengers Academy, New X Men, Runaways, and they were just yeah. killing each other. Because then Colin Bunn has a run here on on Uncanny, Uncanny X Men Superior. I didn't read any of that. And then X Men Worst X Man Ever. I don't remember that at all. That that was a mini series written by uh, Max Bemis of um, Crap. Uh, he's a musician. He's a lead singer of like a pop punk band. Okay. And then we get to Apocalypse Wars. And then we get Civil War Two, which we're getting. So we're getting closer where I'm kind of back into things. Then you can skip all the way to uh, Inhumans versus X-Men, which you said that was just dumb. I don't know. I, mentioned I didn't even you. read that much of it. And then I mentioned to you X-Men Resurrection, which is getting us closer to current runs because then we get X-Men Resurrection. We get Weapon X. Weapons of Mutant Destruction. Uh, Jean Grey gets her own book. Uh, Generation X. Uh, like I said, I, yeah, X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue. Old Man Logan's tied in here. Yeah, he had and his own we, book from Lemire. Yep. And then we get X-Men Marvel Legacy is the big title on this one. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Okay, just a bunch more. It's This looks like uh, Iceman solo book, more X-Men Blue and Gold. Uh, all New Wolverine. Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. Uh, so basically, Generation or that let's see, Phoenix Resurrection, the Return of Jean Grey. Yeah, there should be um, Death of Wolverine in there at that point too. Yeah, that's not listed here. But uh, Rogue and Gambit get their own run again for just five issues. It looks like. Then we get X Men Red. So you get X Men Blue, Gold, and now you get X Men Red. Yeah. Is that I'm guessing that's a Jean Grey led book. I mean, that's what I would, that's what makes sense. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't reading any of them at that time. And then we get all new Wolverine, old man, old woman, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jay, then you get to the Hickman run, which is its whole ever. That's the whole thing we just read before, which is you know House of X, Powers of X, Hickman, Marauders, X Force, New Mutants, Fallen Angel, uh, Wolverine by Ben Percy, which I heard that's a good run. It is a good run. Uh, Cable. With another volume one, <laughs> yeah. Empire Dawn of X, X of Swords. Okay, we just spent, I think, about 10 minutes maybe going over that. What is that? About 20 years of books, right? Yep. If not more. Yeah. You're a, a first time reader that wants that, that basically runs across the X Men cartoon that's coming out. They're going to re release the X Men 92 or something like that. Okay, right? so oh, right now in my house, that's this is what I'm going through with Will because. Um, he started watching all the movies again. He's gone through, yep. he's watched all the cartoons and now he's like, all right, I want to read the books. I'm like, Ugh. where do you even start, dude? I, I gave him days of futures past and I gave okay. him dark Phoenix saga Okay. because those are pretty much self-contained stories. He knows the gist of them already yep. from the movies. I said, these are going to be a lot better than the movies. Um, and then we'll work from there and I'll go through, I'll cherry pick, better stories for him yeah and then for him to do house of x powers of 10 that's going to be for an 11 year old it's going to be tough so i'm going to really have to walk him through some of the ideas in it okay you might have to walk i'm a 40 year old you're gonna probably walk <laughs> me through it what are you talking about 
<laughs> because I'll get to I'm going to get to that because I, I, I hope the way I'm going to read it, I, it, it's probably better the way I'm doing it versus what you had to do, which was uh, week to week or whatever it was, week to week, month to month. Um, I'm going to be able to sit down and read it in one big thing where I'm hoping it flip the, the trade I'm going to read. Hopefully flips back and forth between the two books, I guess. It should. If not, and I can tell maybe, you. The maybe order. it'll make more sense that way in, in one sitting kind of thing. So at least when House of X and Powers of Ten came out, they came out one a week. In the correct order. Okay. So I would, every Wednesday, I was at the shop at lunchtime grabbing just the new issue. No, okay. But, but, but you get my point. That I think we've, we've harped on this once before, once or twice before, where that is, and I skipped over more than you'd believe. Yeah. There, it's, it's, and you being a mega X-Men fan, but you, somehow you have enough brain power to keep a lot of that in there versus all these other books that we talk about all the time. It's impossible to maintain all that information, and then you you get you do this. And you're like, well, where do I start? I'm a brand new comic fan. You, you there's so much that you have to read beforehand to kind of understand where they're at now. Yeah, to really get a good grasp, you have to. And the really bad thing is, we don't have the ultimate comics anymore because yeah. when people were wanting to get into it, yeah. like, I want to get into Spider Man. I want to get into X Men. Read read Ultimate. Started Ultimate One. Yeah, get caught up. Yeah. You can't do but that they, anymore, though. Yeah, I know. Which, and I, I, since they did the ultimate thing, could they? You do you think they would ever do something like that again? I think so. To help new readers, because there's, there's a whole new generation. Because look how old Ultimate Universe is now. How yeah. old is that? That's well, ninety-nine, two thousand. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about a twenty-year gap of books, right? Well, yep. I mean, no, it started in, in year like what two thousand. So I think so. I'm thinking it, it, it ended probably about ten years in, right? So about. I, about I think years. it went longer than that because uh, it ended with Secret Wars, and I think that was twenty seventeen. Okay. So I think well, it went seventeen well, now, years. Now, was it really there though? As far as you know what I mean, Ultimate Spider-Man at that point really wasn't Ultimate Spider-Man. It was Miles, but. But it was still it, it separate. They did. Universe, they did a few mean? crossovers, but. Yeah, I would say it was still a separate thing until Hickman pulled it all together. Yeah, but, but my point being, it, lo- it it had lost its momentum at that point. Yeah, all the Ultimate Universe wasn't. Oh what yeah, it was when it first I completely it. agree, and yeah. I think part of it is they they made the story so convoluted. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Wolverine was responsible for all the mutants. Yeah. So I just some of the stuff they did with that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. As a classic reader, I like the modern takes on the stories, but they just got too far off. Okay. Well, I guess here's my question to kind of end the comic portion of the conversation. I have roughly one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight. I got nine. I got nine books to get through, which won't take very long, to be honest with you. No, that won't. Nine trades. It doesn't take long to get through nine trades. Where do you think I should go next? I'm going to let you make the decision for me. How about that? So I can. It's kind of like book club. Oh, so <laughs> you're going go to you're gonna do Dawn of X first? No, no, no. Well, here, this, oh. No, Jay, this, oh, no, no. You're going to make my reading list. So here's what I got on my docket here. Here's what okay. I got to look forward to. I could go back to Miles and go back to a Spider-Man run. Yeah. Okay. I got plenty left to get caught up on Miles. I have, it's actually on in transit to my library right now. I've got the first volume of the Mark Wade run of the flash. Okay. And I might, I might just read that and see if I want to continue forward with that. Do I just push more through Batman to get caught up on some Batman stuff? Cause I've got lots of volumes of Batman to get through. 
tons and tons of Batman. I mean, geez, I got so much of that. I got a whole Green Lantern run to go through uh, post Jeff Johns. So I've got the Vanditti run through current on that, which is really long. Do I go over and do my get caught up on Hulk, which means going all the way back to Indestructible Hulk, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know if you read that or not. That sounded really interesting when they basically said um, he works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and they kind of, you know, used him. He kind, he kind of blackmailed him and he said, I want to do my experiments. And as yeah. if you let me do my experiments, I will let you use the Hulk for missions. Yeah. Basically, I'm, I'm, I'm your weapon to use, right? It, right. It was a good run. Yeah. And so I've got that. And then, I mean, that falls into the Amadeus Cho run, where I could go into that. Yeah. Um, and then you get the Immortal Hulk back, or you get basically the Banner back, I guess. And then I got Fantastic Four. I've got a whole run. I got tons of books for Fantastic Four. And then I got X-Men to choose from. Yeah. So, Jay, do I do the X-Men? Do I do Green Lantern? Do I do a Flash? Ugh. Which direction would you? And then that doesn't even include the fact that, oh, I forgot I told you. I didn't think I told you. I read the first volume of Kill or Be Killed. That is an amazing book by Brubaker. It is that an amazing be a book. TV show coming to us soon, I would assume, right? I would think so. So, or do I go back to There's Something Killing the Children, Killer Be Killed, Superhero Books Out the uh, Ass? What do I read, Jeff? <laughs> That's too much. Knock, knock Out Something is Killing the Children. There's what, four volumes okay. plus House okay. of Slaughter. I don't, but They're I quick reads. Killer Be Killed so much. Did you read it? I, I, I read the first. I read the first trade of it. I never went back to it. I want to. Um, okay, I just, I just say, got so much other stuff. Say, you didn't like it? Oh my god! I could. I was about to say. I can't believe that you wouldn't like Killer Be Killed. Killer Be Killed was good. Well, that was a really good book. See, I still haven't finished reading Black Hammer. I am oh, halfway I, through Paper Girls. Um, what else? Um, I'm reading. I'm reading uh, a series called Freak Angels that was Warren Ellis. It was a web comic. Okay. That I got the trades of. I found them at Fantasy Shop for three bucks a trade. Okay. So it's See, it's weird Warren Ellis stuff, but I love it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to be down for that. So, yeah. but my point being, yeah. where do I even go? There's not enough time in the day to do all yep. this. <laughs> I I love the X Men stuff though. The, the, so do you, what do you think? If I skip over all this stuff and go straight to X Men, I skip it all, and go right to X Men. I don't know. Jay, I'm talking. I'm telling you, once I stop on the X Men train, I I, I want to go back far enough to to get the context of everything that's there currently. Or does Hickman's run just go? Hey, screw everything that happened before. None of that matters, and just start the Hickman run. It doesn't say none of it matters. Okay. Because it's all part of the same timeline. And they kind of address it a little bit in House of X and Powers of Ten. But you don't necessarily need to know all the details of it. But here's the thing. You just told me a, a Scott storyline, and I'm interested in Scott's character because he's a big deal. Yeah. And him going back, I want to read that book that you talked about. I really would. I would. I think I would really enjoy that. But I don't know if it's involved in any of these things I already have written down here. I, I would go with read the champion stuff for the Scott thing because there's one part – I've seen the panels of it. I haven't read the actual book though, where okay. uh, the champions need help and adult Scott shows up and Kamala's like, I didn't think you would help us. We're a bunch of kids. And he's like, once a champion, always a champion. Oh, that's cool. Yes. That's really cool, man. Well, here's the thing. If I do that, hold on. That means I got to go back to Spider-Man because that's, I got, that's where it leaves off. Cause, um, I read Champions Volume One. I've got to see, and then Champions Volume Two is right here. Yeah, 
it comes up, and that's after Secret Empire. I have to read about Secret Empire, I guess. I don't know what that is. Uh, Secret it's Empire. Like I don't even remember that. Oh, is that where uh, Red Skull with a Cosmic Cube and... I don't know. I don't know. I got to read it. Because then here's the other thing. There's two different volumes or two different... Cha- I don't even know how you say it. There's I have Champions Volume 1, Volume 2, and then I guess Champions starts over again. Whether it's Champions Beat the Devil, Champions Give and Take... Champions, so, champion for a day, champion Northern Lights is part of it's all. This is all part of the Miles run, mind you. So yeah, Miles is part of it almost the whole time. There's yep. the, like the first champion book, which has Amadeus Cho and Scott and yep. Kamala, yep. and then there's the bigger one that has like Viv from uh, Vision. No, she's yeah, no, that's in the first volume. Of oh, is she, yeah, was she in the first that. one? Yeah, yeah. Because it, there's there's Amadeus. Scott doesn't come in until just a couple issues later. He's not the at the very beginning. I don't he remember in, Viv in it. Yeah, Viv's in it because Viv and Viv and uh, <laughs> oh, Viv is great. And because yeah, they go on a camping trip, which is actually kind of it was a cute. I, re- I remember the camping trip. I don't remember her in it. I, yeah, I might have to it. go back. Yeah, no, Viv's in it from the very beginning. They recruit her from the very beginning because the the newer version of the champions has a lot more kids in it, and it okay. deals with. Um, Kamala's Law, where they well, outlaw child superheroes. Yeah, because that's what I, that's funny you say that, because Volume 4, Northern Lights, then Champion starts over again after Volume 5. It says, Vo- Champion's Volume 5, Weird War 1, whatever Weird War 1 is. Then it starts where it says, Champion's Volume 1, Outlawed. And I'm guessing there's more Champion's books after that one, or did they yes. stop the series after that? No, it, uh, I think it's still ongoing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so and, it did replace Young Avengers. It's absolutely replaced Young pretty Avengers. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. And so if they ever do Young Avengers in the MCU, you are going to get probably Miles and Kamala and the champion, like merging the two teams together. Yeah, but I like, well, well I guess Amadeus is Hulkling, but Hulkling is different. different. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because he's a scroll. Yeah. Uh, just. Uh. But you can't, even, even if you have Amadeus, you can't do the same storylines because Hulkling and Wiccan. Yeah, have their relationship, and that's a big part of those characters. Yeah, absolutely. Which is that, that's that, Young Avengers was great. It really was a good book. That, that thing started off so well. Yeah, I just need to go back and revisit. I think at some point. But where do I fit that in with all these other books? That's that, the the, the good thing about that is it's all pretty much limited series. Yeah, um, yeah, it's self-contained. Uh, there's twelve issues of the original series. There's the Child's Crusade, which I think is twelve issues, and then. The I guess a third volume is like twenty issues. No, I I knocked them out real quick. <laughs> and I didn't even I didn't even touch the the my flash run is ridiculous. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's so much to the flash run because yes, I'm going is. back. I, now mind you, I'm skipping New Fifty Two altogether, dude. Just yeah. skipping right past it. But Rebirth is long enough. I mean, Rebirth the Rebirth Flash already has fifteen volumes out. Yep. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I know. The, and my problem is I get so burnt down on reading the same book for too long. Yeah. Yeah. Which, 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 but that's why I got um, something that's killing children and killer be killed. Kind of put those in, in between yeah. the, the superhero books just to give you a, a, a palate cleanser, you know, yep. just to get something a little bit different. So, oh, man, I'm so glad I got to. This. I've been looking for I told you I was going to do that as homework. I was trying to put together an X-Men run. And it's just. I sat here, Jay, and I, I scrolled through to the very bottom, went back to the top, 
we were all the way through the bottom. I, got, I, was like, I don't know where to start. I had to pick yeah. a starting point somewhere. I really did. I had to pick somewhere to go. Well, we went back and, and forth like an, an hour on text. Like you were just asking me about different stories. Yeah, I know. Right. It's because I, I, I was having a hard time deciding which ones do you just go? Cause that's what helps. It helps where you get someone to start actually read it to go. Yeah. You can just forget about that. It doesn't, it doesn't really play into anything. It's not worth reading. Kind of thing. Since I was on X-Men for a while before, uh, House of X and Powers of Ten. I just went on Wikipedia and kind of did a quick catch up. Oh yeah, and that yeah. that was enough to help me understand what was going on. Yeah, but I think what I'm getting, what I'm doing now is, if the book doesn't um, catch me right away, I'm, I have no qualms about, especially when you get it from the library. Gone. All right, take it back. Yep. Not a big deal. I, yep. I don't need to waste. Like, uh, on the unbelievable Gwynpool. Like I told you when we talked about that last time. No, I'm not going to wait. It just didn't catch me. It doesn't do anything for me. Pff, gone. Yep. No worries. It's just I have a hard time where I think I like a lot of stuff. I probably like too much stuff. <laughs> That's not great, but at least I, I for some reason, like it. So. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So did you have anything else on the docket before I <laughs> I took over your, your, your discussion there? I don't even know where, how we got to X-Men, but, man. That was in depth to say the least about where we got to go. No, but it was comic books. It's a good discussion, though. Yeah. No, but I got I got nothing else. I got I got some movies and stuff, but we can hold those for next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're not gonna hold because I I do need to get going. How, how much time do you need for the one thing I want to hear about? Hereditary. Yeah. Um, we can get that done pretty quick. How that, good was Hereditary? Please tell me you enjoyed it. That was a fucked up movie. Like okay. I, I am glad I did not watch it with Aaron. She would have freaked out. She so, so not for her. That's not her. That's not her time. No, n- no, because the the first half of the movie, I, it really didn't have the scary aspect of it until the seance. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and then not, it just went off the deep end with how crazy things got. It, it, all I'm going to say is. Electric pole. You have to remember that part. Electric. With his sister? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Electric. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when that was happening, I'm like, hit the dead animal. Hit the dead animal. Because I, I did not see that coming. I thought she oh. was going to be the 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 person having the spiritual issues yep. later on in the movie. Yep. That part just, you just, my jaw just, just oh, oh my God. Just, you just go, <gasps> you, you gasp and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> and then I got there sitting when she meets the woman that teaches her how to do the seance and mm-hmm. she sees the doormat and she's like, Oh, my mom used to make those. Uh-huh. I'm like, Oh, there's gotta be a connection there. Yeah. And then oh, when right. she starts pulling them out of the box, Oh, yeah. oh man, dude! Just a for a first time. That's that. That was that dude's first movie, at least first big time movie, I guess. Yeah. That I'm aware of. Wow, 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 wow! That that was, I watched so many YouTube videos after that just to try to explain the ending and uh, yeah. you know, all those kind of things. Oh man, I went down a rabbit hole on that movie, dude. Oh my yeah. god. So, it, yeah. So, do you agree? I don't remember her name, her real name, but the mom, basically the main uh, character. Tony Collette. Yeah. There was a big push online for her to get 
not only get nominated but win Best Actress. I could see that. Right. I thought she was what? phenomenal in that movie. Yeah, Absolutely because phenomenal. halfway through it, I'm like, is she really having these issues? Are like, are, are there, is there really some kind of ghost haunting them, or is it her and she's got she's like schizophrenic? Yeah. See, and you don't know. Yeah, that makes you question it the whole time, right? Yep. So yeah, because then when because you, you find out that she tried to kill her kids at one point while she was sleepwalking. Yep. And it's like, well, is this all coming back now? But no. I know, right? And then <laughs> that ending was messed up, dude. It was, <laughs> it was so messed up. <laughs> well, there's a lot messed up with the movie, like the yeah. the son freaking out in class and slamming his face in his desk. Yep. Yep. Oh man. I still thought it was a brilliant movie. It, it, was, it was a really up. good movie. I thought it was so good. It was it was probably my favorite movie of the year, to be honest with you. That that's truly non-comic book related. Yeah. Original, never seen anything like it before kind of movie. That's yeah. why I liked it a lot. That thing was so good. So I'm glad you watched it. It took a while. I, I had to get you on board somehow to watch that thing. And that's just I'm well. I, it's one of those movies where you find people that love movies. That's one of those movies I go, if you love movies and you, you need to watch this to t- see if you really like them. Yeah. See, now the real test is, do I force you to try to watch his follow-up film, which was, um, Oh God, what was it? <clears throat> what was it called? I hated it so much. Uh, <sighs> Florence Pugh, Pugh was in it. Give me a second. Uh, Florence Pugh. I gotta find uh, filmography or films here. Yeah, I have no clue. I, uh, speaking on, of her, speaking of her and Soraya, I got uh, fighting with my family sitting upstairs to watch. Have you never watched it before? No, I haven't, and it's not on oh, any so streaming good. service anymore. So I had to get it from the library. Yeah, no, super good. Oh, here it is, Midsummer. Do I make you watch Midsummer? I've heard, I've heard mixed about it, so I mean, I might watch it. Give it, give it a watch. It's his follow. It's his follow okay. film. Same guy. Is that from A24 as well? It is. Yeah. Okay. I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You got good homework. So, if you're going to do fighting with my family, you're going to have a whole Florence Pugh thing here if you do Midsummer and uh, that I, other one. I also have the last two James Bond movies and I have uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis. Oh, that's, that movie's okay, but the soundtrack's amazing. I, I love the music from that one. It's a Cohen Brother movie I haven't seen yet, so I'm excited to get. It's not, it, it's not their best, but it, I enjoy Cohen Brother movies, and it's okay. I, it, it's an okay movie. Yeah. It's just not the best. That's all. So I think I think you like the music in it a lot. I probably will. So yeah, man. No, Midsummer. That's. Woo! You you want to go down a rabbit hole, man? I'm telling you. I was all just right. like, oh my god, what am I watching? <laughs> Would you like the weird shit? This yeah. one's weird, dude. All right. This one is weird. So put it on your weird list if you want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. But uh, yeah, no, we can do some homework next week because I gotta get going. But okay. uh, no, I think I'm glad you watched Hereditary. Um, I think I I'm leaning towards X Men books right now, Jay. I think, but then again, I got all this Batman stuff, and I got a, a Flash book on the way, so maybe I'll be stuck on that. I don't know. We'll see where I go with it. You might just need to rotate them. I maybe maybe I'll go, maybe I'll pick up one X Men book and kind of rotate them. That yeah, way. maybe you're right. But, uh, yeah, no, that's all I got for you then this week, man. All right. All right, until next time. See you. All right, see you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Cross My Heart and Hope to Die by the Venomous Pinks. (laughs) 